You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. We were born into a world at war. Between the monsters that destroyed our cities and the monsters we created to stop them, we thought we had sacrificed enough. But the war we thought we finished is just beginning. Thing standing in front of the apocalypse is us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor, and with me today is Mean Mark. Hi, everybody. And this week, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. That's right, a story about a bunch of young people who go into a giant machine to fight evil. Well, let's start with Pacific Rim. Okay. Um, Pacific Rim, for me, was... Eh. Uh, like the like the visuals were cool. You got more monsters, but giant robots and giant monsters. It's just I think for me, Pacific Rim Two was a great third movie in a trilogy. The great third movie in a trilogy. Yeah, the problem is it's not the third movie in a trilogy. <laughs> That's I think the best description you've ever had for a movie. <laughs> Sorry, I need a second for that to breathe. <laughs> Pacific Rim Two was the best third movie in a tr- Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. Uh, it was really confusing as far as, and they tried to shoo, shoo in all these all, all these plots and side characters and their backstories, and I just like get to the fucking fighting. Yeah, but th- this this movie does what a lot of sequels do, uh, is bring back the minor characters we can get because we can get them and bring them to the fore. Yeah, and then and then you know call out to or or call back to the main characters from the first movie. Yeah, which they do, which they do. Actually, I I like the sidestep that this one takes. To be honest, I I love John Boyega in this as Idris Alba's kid. I mean, obviously, the fact that they got a good actor who happens to be British instead of like, you know, let's get Michael B. Jordan in something else and just have him fake a British accent and uh, yeah, or he was raised in America, so he doesn't have to do the accent and you know, so they 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 went another way. John Boyega apparently was behind this, like I think he's a, so far has got a producer credit. Oh, really? Like uh, yeah, like he went to work on this. You know what I mean? So he's he's really behind this uh, idea of playing Pentecost's son, which uh, again. Good for him, you know what I mean? Like, hey, let's do do the projects you want. You've got uh, two Star Wars movies under your belt. That's that's better than a lot of people can say. So let's, uh, you know, use that to your advantage. And he is, and and good for him. I I really like this character. Actually, he's the antithesis of his dad. I know it's trite and it's been seen yeah. and done before, but it's well done though. Uh, yeah, well, it's just throughout this movie that just like all the characters were very stock. Um, yeah, uh, I knew that. I, I, it's specific rim. Do we do we do we need to go through the plot? It's not. Uh, I mean, we'll get into some of it, but a little bit. But uh, yeah. Well, okay. We'll dive into st- spoiler territory anyway, just to be sure. Yeah, it's like I knew Scrapper was coming back to uh, as a Han Solo moment in the end. Yeah, but I did think that the uh, the young girl was going to be the one driving it. I didn't expect the the business lady to get behind the wheel. So 
little things like that where like okay you know like they yeah yeah sure they take the trope but then they kind of sidestep it a little bit you would expect the sequel to it would be like uh raleigh's son uh to be the one in charge uh, uh, uh charlie hunnam from the first one right basically the white guy you know but instead, no, no, they're focusing on another hero from that same movie. And the fact that he kind of grew up in a, like a pseudo lap of luxury. Like, you know, this this kid's without his dad. Like, he lost his dad and... Uh, I would say his lap of luxury. He's stealing parts to sell to criminals. To Yeah, but he's still living in like a Malibu mansion or whatever. Yeah, I think he's squatting in it, yeah. <laughs> That's what I kind of got from it. I pay for my surroundings, and it's not that. So, That's you know, true. <laughs> I don't have a pool to squat in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or just sleep on a jet ski in a pool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Besides some big di- monster bones. But, uh, like, I, but uh, I like how this movie takes place mostly during the day. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't hurt, excuse me, it doesn't hurt the CGI much. No, no. Surprisingly, yeah, it's nice and clear. Like, they, they really got a good handle on this, and... I've been waiting for decades for really good monster, uh, like uh, robot fights like that, giant robot fights. Yeah. Having played in both like RPG form and video game form, this uh, this game called BattleTech about 100 ton, you know, basically walking tanks with guns. Uh, you know, Robotech, and uh, if you want to go uh, like Gundam or you know, uh, my gosh. Um, there's there's a whole bunch of Japan uh, Japanese ones that I know I'm missing, but anyway. Yeah point is this idea of like we can now really do this 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 robot these giant robot fights and do it well like yeah that was a, no, like, kind of a and like the giant robot versus giant monster fights were great mm-hmm. um w- when it was that but i mean this hour this movie is what two two hours 20 minutes easy yeah and it's it's a little bit of a sit because they have they just had a lot of filler well, I mean, um, I, I didn't mind it as much. Like, I liked... See, in the last one, we got a lot more training stuff, I think, than we get this one. This one at least takes a break to have, like, a robot v. robot fight. That's kind of fun. Well, yeah, because... Like, that's that's something they didn't have in the first one, right? Like the, Right. That's because the, we had the robots last time. That's right. Um, yeah. But then, okay, it's just... It, yeah. It was everything else. It was um, uh, especially Charlie Day's storyline. Oh, yes. Newton. Um, Okay, so in the last movie, they mind-melded with a kaiju. Yep. Just the brain of it. They capture the brain somehow. Yeah, and he's kept it. Or he found yeah, another brain, yeah. named it Alice, and it's now his wife. And uh, k- kind of not well, not legally, obviously. Obviously, was, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, and the big thing is, is that he is mind melding with his with this kaiju brain, mm-hmm. and the kaiju brain has convinced him to. Destroy the world? Betray humanity, yeah. They, it looks like they're going for a terraforming thing, so that way they they, they can live. They mention it, yeah. That okay. The, 
It, it's it's a really quick uh, blink and you miss it line kind of deal uh, where they they kind of reveal once they discover towards the end what the kaiju plan is go to mount fuji create this national this this natural disaster that's going to cover the the world in smoke basically kill off all life and reform the earth to, and and the other the people the aliens from the other dimension right can live in what's left so they've they've done the math and they're like, if we do this, we get rid of first of all the native population, and we can, we'll go live there. Right. Okay. And 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 it's revealed that the kaiju blood, when mixed with the rare earth minerals that are, exist in Mount Fuji, yeah, in the live volcano, in the which live is volcano, it will basically yeah. blow up, and it, it'll be a new ice age. There'll be It'll uh, smoke over the entire thing. It'll uh, block out the sun, out the sun and, and kill all the humans and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then the kaiju can take over. Exactly. Okay. But that's a problem. <laughs> because then if all the kaiju... And I guess the kaiju were being sent to Earth by the what they called the precursors? Yeah. So there's a second alien race in this other dimension... That's controlling the kaiju somehow. Yeah. They they made it's it's like these these aliens made monsters to fight for them. Right. So we made robots like that's our monsters, right? right. They use that line in this movie and they use it in the first one. The monsters came and attacked, we made monsters of our own. Right. Right? Right. So it's then biology versus technology. Okay, but then why in the first one, were kaiju attacking San Francisco and going inland? Because if they wanted to get to Fiji, Mount Fuji, they're going in the completely opposite direction. Were they attacking the states, though? Yes. Was it just, yeah? Yes, they were attacking all around the Pacific Rim. That's why it's called Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 changes the entire mythology, which kind of changes the first movie it doesn't make any sense because they because they map it out and they're like oh we took a look at all the kaiju movements from the last uh from the last war and they were all converging towards mount fuji i'm like no they weren't (laughs) no they weren't (laughs) like no and and why would they attack attack like australia where they had that big wall exactly yeah australia built the wall there was one of them that built the wall somebody had a wall i think it was china but yeah, but even China, but even China, China's more inland than Mount Fuji. So yeah. why would we be going after what? No. Sorry. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. I, I never even thought of it because this movie posited that well, no, uh, all the other places they attacked were in the way, but you're right. Yeah. It'd be like they did a 180 and then went and and they were going the wrong way around for the shortcut. Yeah, cuz they make a point of saying, well, they were trying to get to Mount Fuji and we were just in the way. I'm like, "No, you weren't." <laughs> what? <laughs> and I love and two the uh, little girl. Uh, now in the first movie they say, "Well, you need two people to mind meld in order to control the giant robot." Yeah. Okay. At the time, that's your movie. That's your logic. Fine. Yeah, it's so huge, and there's so much going on that one brain can't handle it. Right. So okay. But in the second movie, this 15-year-old girl 
makes one she's the only one in the world to go hey if we make them smaller maybe we can use just one person really yeah but uh, i mean it made it sound like yes they thought of it but it wasn't like one tiny one wasn't up to the task right they needed the absolute like because you saw the size difference between scrapper and the name i'm sorry i love sci-fi but this naming convention i can't get on board oh yeah no it's you know Oh, it's 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 Apple Toyota or you know Cheeseburger Shoe or whatever like yeah, just two random words Avenger. thrown together. Gypsy Avenger, Gypsy Avenger is is the only one I was able to get on uh, get on board with because that is the holdover I think from the from the first one. Yeah, because you know, Gypsy Avenger was yeah so. Um, yeah, so I like it sounds like yeah they may have thought of it, but at the same time like that that tiny little thing even if they had a dozen of them wouldn't be up to the task of these giant. Like the monsters were the same size as as like Gypsy Avenger or even bigger, right? So I, I I do see the the value though of having well okay, let's make a thousand of those and we can swarm them. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. You know, yeah, use use ant and and bee tactics. You know, yeah, especially the ones that transform. Yeah, and they can literally transform and roll out. Literally, yeah. I think Scrapper's in the wrong franchise. And frankly, the kaiju transform in this movie. Okay, that was nuts. I, I, I was as like, as an evolution goes, I'm like, okay, cool. what? Like, apparently, like there's three kaiju that attack the city, and then these little other bugs come in. Yeah, and- they look like rats. Almost, or bugs. Yeah, yeah. kind of bugs. And then they sort of bring the kaiju, like, f- they take over the kaiju's mind, bring them close together, and then sort of pull them together they biolog- via skin or something? They, they biologically Voltron them together. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, I, all I right. gotta say, well, you know what? Hey, I can't remember the last time I saw that. I'll give him points for originality. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I really didn't mind uh, most of that part. It was just... Yeah, it was kind of neat. The, the super kaiju, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that is kind of a next evolution, right? So Yeah. Um, it was just all the little stuff. It's like, oh, oh, the little kid's brought in, and she's put it with the new cadets, and the new cadets don't like her, and so there's there's tension and stuff there. I'm like, okay, I've seen this before. She's going to win <laughs> them over. Yeah, wait a second. Oh, wait, uh, 1984 Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for one of the one of the maybe that blonde girl, like that not Liz Olsen girl, to go, ah, you know, you're dangerous, and just do that teeth biting thing that Val Kilmer does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe some volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some not as gay volleyball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some hetero volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like this whole thing about uh, John Boyega, he doesn't want to do it, and then. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna want to do it at the end, and of course he does. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's that's pretty straightforward, like kind of boilerplate stuff. But at the same time, there, if there's no character conflict, then what are we doing, right? So yeah, well, and that's well. I mean, it doesn't need to be character conflict. It's giant robots versus giant monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to be honest, you're right. I mean, whether. Jake Pentecost was in or out. You still had, and I think the more I think the more interesting one was uh, the the Newton and Gottlieb conflict. The idea that that Gottlieb was able to drift with the kaiju and keep himself 
but Newton went it drove him crazy to the point of of basically betraying his own species. I actually like that that the like they turned him into the mad scientist. He was kind of always you know they were both a little weird to begin with, but I actually like that. Uh, that's uh, to me a more interesting conflict than than daddy issues. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, I, right. I'm done with that. You know as well as I do. I hate daddy I, issues. I, yeah, I, I knew I'd, I knew I'd, <laughs> I'd won. I'd maybe won whatever argument was going on here with by saying daddy issues. Yeah. So, but no, and like the daddy issues one definitely expected because he's the son of the hero and he can't live up to the legend. Yeah, blah, and blah blah blah. He doesn't want. It. Yep, yep. That's. I'm like, all right. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get over that. That's fine. But the Charlie Day stuff, I was like, oh, okay, so he's got one of the, you know, you've got to meet Alice, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe he he found love in the apocalypse and whatever, and but, oh, nope, nope, he's just fucking crazy. I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, they, see, I wasn't so in. Um, I, I will say that I think that they kind of... I'm kind of hoping this wasn't the case, but the idea that they set up the evil businesswoman... But I'm like, did they just have her redeem herself because they wanted that certain market? I think so, dude. I I hate to I hate to play that card. Yeah, they did. But I'm I, sorry, I, I will say it came up. It, um, and you know, uh, I blame Michael Bay for it. Like, there's you know reason why every Transformers movie for some reason has to go to China specifically. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. They don't absolutely. Need, like they they for some reason the Transformers don't need anything in South America or in Africa or in well actually they've gone to Africa or in London, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. <laughs> or sometimes they do, but I mean they always need to go. You know. Well, and and that's the thing is because they kill off the the sister, the half sister. Yeah, I liked her. Well, yeah, but she was. I mean, she really wasn't in the movie all that much. I was like, "Oh wow, they, they actually they they brought her back, and she was actually in this movie." And then I got thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, "Yeah, she really wasn't in the movie all that long." No, she just kind of kind of shoves Jake on his way, and then it's like, "Okay, bye, movie." Yeah, bye franchise. Goodbye franchise. Yeah, she does a whole. Yeah, she does a hologram thing, and then she's just in the back uh, in the back seat of a helicopter for the rest of it. Until that gets knocked over and she dies. Yeah, and uh, but but I mean that's the um, I I don't know why they did that actually. Like I would like to have seen her maybe you know one last ride. Well, that's why I think the evil corporate woman was her replacement. Yeah, but what? Why couldn't we have Mako? You know, <laughs> like uh, maybe she wouldn't sign on for too much. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she's done. I mean. She's not that old though. It's not like uh Well, she probably has right. her own career in her own in her own country too, so Yeah, that that's fine. I mean, she's uh it just kind of weird that she uh was just like in and out, you know. Yeah. I'm well, I'm kind of surprised they didn't have Charlie Hunnam come back. I don't think he's that busy. I I don't I know he's on Sons of Anarchy, but I think that show's done, eh? Oh, it's been done for years. Yeah. So Yeah. Nothing and nothing Maybe is, he's uh, banking on the King Arthur franchise. I don't know. Yeah, uh, hey, you know what? He could be filming something right now too, for all I know. But um, but this is—is uh, is this one Del Toro was? No, this one wasn't. No, this Guillermo, wasn't. Was no, this wasn't no, Del Toro. Steven, Steven he was Denise, making yeah. the shape of water and winning Oscars. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> but to be honest, like he set he he set a good bar. You know what I mean? Like here, it's a monster movie with giant robots. Have fun. 
Yeah, well, when they get to it, yes. And to be fair, you know, to be fair, it is about half the movie. Yeah. Um, I just I would have cut out maybe forty five minutes of this movie and just just had the giant robots. Just just keep it to the war. That's what we're here for. Um, I would have even done with more of the robot v robot. Sure. Yeah. I was I I was having fun with that because that's a new aspect, right? We hadn't seen these like we always saw them versus the monsters. We never saw them fight each other. So this idea, especially with the drone program, I was waiting for kind of a, a larger assault of like multiple drones, and then everyone has to get involved. And you know, hell, let's make a you know giant robot Mortal Kombat. Let's set some brackets here, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and go to go to work or you know or something where the maybe the the head of the corporation gets back her drones. So now more kaiju. Now you have piloted drones fighting along. They're piloted robots versus or uh, fighting alongside of the drones. Sorry, I don't know why it took me so long to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Once the once Charlie Day reveals his plan and what he's up to, I think it's you know there was a missed opportunity to have like even make it even bigger, more kaiju, and now you have these drones. So you don't have to have all the pilots winning the war. You could have drones versus kaiju as well. Right, right. It wasn't yeah. the problem that the the drones were made with kaiju. They were made with kaiju parts. Kaiju so that was kind green of... slime from two thousand from Ghostbusters two. <laughs> was it pink slime? Was it pink slime? <laughs> yeah, sorry, pink slime. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, yeah. You know what? It's just like you know what? I, I have a I have a Nissan. I can't put Dodge parts in there. It's just not going to work. I'm surprised this worked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just that he he's somehow in the most expensive kind of Jaeger project ever. Managed to slip it in. Mm-hmm. So ki- yeah, they're ki- kaiju biology, which again, l- let's spend less time at the at Top Gun and more time ex- uh, exploring this idea of this. Like you have alien biology fused with human technology together. That to me, it's like, well, you don't see that every day on the Sci-Fi Network or on Space Channel. Uh, I think I've seen it before, but not like this. No, not that, I, not not like that I've this. seen. Not that. I, hey, listeners, if you've seen it before, please send me a list. Uh, I'll happily go watch that stuff too and see yeah. what it's like. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I like I I was happy with the movie mm-hmm. overall. Like it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think there it was just the like I said, I'm a story guy. And yeah. if this one had very little story, I would have been very happy because that's not what this movie is, right? Right, right. Um, but I think it just the story that they tried to put in, and it's all the cliche stuff. They're like the like the 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 daddy issues and the oh we can't work together. Okay, yes we can. Yeah, and then they they ripped off the big famous speech from the first one to give John Boyega his own. Um, the obvious thing that the the evil corporate woman was not going to be evil, I kind of saw that coming. But I was, I didn't see Charlie Day turning. That was just weird, and that and that whole thing was weird to me. I didn't I wasn't on board with it. I was like, that's weird. Yeah, I think because they got me, I was on board. I was like, okay. oh, okay, okay, all right, I like this because yeah, they they you know it's the it's the mislead right? Like the they led you to believe the evil corporate. The evil corporation was trying to, you know, take over. But no, no, no. They really had the, you know, the, they had pilots in mind, right? Like the idea of 
And and to be honest, it's timely. Like ten years ago, you might not have had this conversation about drones, but now it kind of speaks to the idea of drone pilots versus actual pilots, right? Yeah. Which we have we have that now as part of. Well, okay, we're in Canada. We we've seen it. Now. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody else we, will make it, and then we'll copy it ten years later. Yeah, yeah. Other countries have done this, you know. So it's a it's a part of our our world now. So, um. I kind of like that as a progression of, of yeah, that makes sense. Why not have a computer brain control the uh, this giant robot so you don't have to worry about compatibility? You, you right. still have to train pilots, but I just like the idea that, that each of them, how many were there? Was it seven? I think seven pilots? Uh, there was Something eight. Like eight, okay. But eight in total. Imagine, Eight in total. Okay, now now take that skill level, and now they each get their own mech. I was like, huh. that possibility. Like, I was like, ooh, they can each get their own well, two yeah. random named, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, mech. <laughs> yeah, and if that was, and, and really, if the, if there was one thing about the whole Pacific Rim universe that I could have dealt without, it was the whole mind melding thing, the drifting. Yeah, yeah. the drifting. I was like, okay, neat concept. You have perfectly good reason for it, but. It'd be much cooler if he could do it on his own. Yeah, if a computer, maybe he had to mind meld with a computer. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, or so yeah, the computer, like with an AI, like they that that to me. And they that have that in this movie. Yeah, because that's that's in the training. Is uh yeah well yeah they're in they're inside a simulator yeah exactly yeah so they mind meld with its own with its own computer and I'm like oh well why don't you just do that in the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Let the computer. Okay, computer, you take the legs and start running, and I'll. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But at least they remember that they have swords this time. So. That's true. That's a very good point, and they yeah. use them nicely. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I say. A lot of the action in the movie, a lot of the fights were really cool. Um, you could, you could see it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't, and... it wasn't a huge shaky cam, and they took their time. Like, you felt the weight of these giant things. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, and that's really the draw. I just, I just think that the the story got in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, final thoughts and ratings on Pacific Rim Two Uprising. Um, well, just for the all the the fun, cool CGI stuff and the few of the 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 you got me, you got me moments. Um, I'm giving this a solid, like seven and a half uh, mega kaiju out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to go as high. I'm going to go. Um... He brought me up a little bit. I'll go. You brought um... me down a little bit. Okay. Well, <laughs> you you tempered me. So, um, it's just that main thing about no, we need Mount Fuji. No, no, you didn't. I have. I actually did look up the wiki just now. Uh, and you are absolutely right. San Francisco, Cabo San Lucas, Sydney, uh, Manila, and Hong Kong. Yep. If they were coming, if they attacked New York, basically popped up in the Atlantic and were trying to make their way across the states to the Pacific Rim, yeah, then okay. But even that wouldn't make fine. sense because, because the portal was open in the Pacific, in the middle of the Pacific, so. uh, of the Pacific Rim, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, for me, I'm gonna go six scientists mind fucking an alien out of ten because <laughs> uh, he derived a lot of pleasure from that, and that was just he... weird. 
It was kind of a weird drug addict angle, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Mark, thanks very much for coming out. Always a pleasure. And I'm Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you on the next Film Studies coming soon.